0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 209 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host Paul Marquis and today we're going to be talking about SERVA. S I R V A. It's shoulder injury related to vaccine administration. Now we're going to talk about what SERVA is when the symptoms show up, how to prevent it, how to treat it, and so much more. But if you don't mind holding for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedcorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCorp. And we keep you moving forward. Hi, folks. Well, I first want to start off by being completely transparent and honest with you today before we get started, all right? This episode was not made to be blameful but to educate, okay? Um, We are not blaming people for giving injections a certain way, but I think it's about bringing an awareness out there so that we can more appropriately give injections and not cause shoulder problems, especially when people are receiving a deltoid uh, injection. Until three weeks ago, I had no idea what the acronym SERVA meant, but once I looked it up and started chatting with a few orthopedic surgeons about it, um, it is something I've been seeing for years. This is not a COVID-related issue. We've seen it with people who have pneumonia injections and flu shots and things of that sort. Um, I've seen it for a long time where people get an injection and later on they come in with a frozen shoulder or maybe some impingement or a rotator cuff that's completely shut down, maybe even some radial nerve palsy. Um It's amazing what this can cause. So um, I, I just didn't know what, it was named. It was kind of like the John Doe of shoulder injuries. And um, so I have seen a lot of it, just didn't know it had a name. Um, And then the other thing you need to know is that I have never injected anything in my life with a syringe except for maybe dexamethasone into an iontophoresis patch. So I am not an injection specialist. I've never given anybody an intramuscular injection. But I can maybe give you a little information today just to bring some awareness. And I think it's important in regards to how we diagnose our patients, and why it is so important that we ask questions like when it happened, um, you know, was it related to an injection or whatnot. And this can help sort out what this diagnosis is, because sometimes we're stumped, there isn't a mechanism of injury. And we're like, what the how how did this come on? Did somebody just have like a a virus or something that just affected the nerve, uh, like shingles or something like that, you know, it's it can, you know, it can help sort this out. So What is serva? Serva is shoulder dysfunction that is caused when an injection is inappropriately administered in the intramuscular area for the deltoid injection. Okay, so if the injection is too superior, what happens is uh, the capsule, the shoulder capsule gets injected, and that can cause some inflammation. The bursa is not too far there, the rotator cuff tendon is there, the biceps tendon is there, and When you inject that, it can cause a significant amount of inflammation and cause a lot of pain. Now, if somebody is diabetic, maybe they have uh, a thyroid condition, maybe perimenopausal, and they have this injection is too high, it could cause an adhesive capsulitis. We've seen people who look like they have a complete rotator cuff tear, like they just cannot lift the arm and can't turn on the rotator cuff because it is is so inflamed and irritated from the injection. Um, if the injection is given too low or posterior, you could hit that radial nerve, ending up with you know a wrist drop. Or if it's uh, too far off to the side, you could hit the axillary nerve, and that'll cause you some deltoid atrophy and some paralysis to your deltoid. So... Um, you know, it's going to be very important that we talk about you know what what is the presentation? What does the patient come in with? Do they look like they have tendonitis, bursitis, adhesive capsulitis? Some people look exactly like they have a rotator cuff tear, but if there is no mechanism, you need to start asking questions like: Have you had a fever? Have you had you know um, you know some sort of infection? Have you been out of the country? And have you had an injection in your shoulder? And what happens is people will lose range of motion. They'll lose strength. Their quality of life will go down significantly, really quickly. So when you evaluate these people, ask them when they had their injection, if you are suspicious of serva, And typically, if somebody is injected um, into a nerve, uh, they will have a significant amount of burning. It's very, very painful. They will have some pretty immediate paralysis and loss of function to all the muscles that are controlled by those nerves. Uh, If if it is more of a, you know, deltoid injection, or the injection was given to superior, um, you know, they're going to have a lot of pain inflammation. But this usually occurs within about 48 hours after the injection was given. So this is one way of identifying if this is injection related or not, when somebody comes in. Okay, so See somebody with some deltoid atrophy a month later and they've been having shoulder pain for a month, um, you know, that axillary nerve might have been hit. And uh, so keep an eye on that. And same thing with people with wrist drop, dropper, they lose their grip strength after they've had that injection. It could be uh, a nerve injury because of the injection. So what do we do about this? Okay. Yeah, I mean, when once it's done, it's done. Okay. You have to start treating some of these issues like you would normally treat that diagnosis, okay, that specific diagnosis. So if it would be a radial nerve palsy, you you know, you put them in a Benic brace, you, you put them in, a, in the appropriate splint, you do some range of motion, you start treating that problem. If it's an adhesive capsulitis, you try to keep that shoulder loosened up. If they developed a significant subacromial inflammation or impingement type, you know, tendonitis, you treat it as such, OK, um, and sometimes some non-steroidal anti-inflammatories can help to kind of settle things down a little bit. As far as the injection part of this, landmarking is probably the most important um, thing that, are, that a practitioner who is giving an injection should do in order to help prevent hitting these these areas that are susceptible Um, to being injected. So what you want to do is you want to try to find the upper border of where you should be giving your injection. So um, if you are the practitioner who is going to be giving the injection, find the lateral aspect of the acromion. If you have really big fingers like I do, um, you're probably just going to use two fingers width. okay? and so you want to be giving that injection below that because that'll be below the capsule. The capsule of the shoulder actually migrates down laterally a little bit. So you don't want to be too close to that acromion otherwise you're going to have some issues there if you have you know fairly skinny fingers or slender fingers you might want to be doing three fingers from the acromion down okay so below that most inferior finger is going to be your uppermost border Okay. Then what you want to do is you want to find the armpit or that axillary fold. And that generally is where the deltoid inserts. So you want to be using that triangular area right in that region as the area uh, for injection. Now, over the years, one of the things that I have found is that people who are super um, skinny seem to have more problems with this. Um, when, they, when they come in with Serva. Most of them say, it, you know, it felt like the needle went in and it hit my bone and I had this significant burning and then and I couldn't lift my arm. I couldn't move it after that. It was severe. I had significant pain. Um, it seems like a lot of people are getting to the bone and giving the injection. So it's important that if you do hit the bone, you pull back just a little bit to make sure that this is intramuscular. Now, that can happen if your needle's too long. Now, if your needle's too short, and you're not getting into the muscle, but you're just in some subcutaneous fat, that injection is going to cause a lot of pain. And it's also going to um, be less effective, much less effective. Um, So, you know, needle size is important, but landmarking is probably the most important when it comes to preventing serva. The other thing we've noticed is that there are a lot of people giving injections uh, in the standing position while the patient is sitting below you. You should really be at the same level as the patient and that needle should be going in at a 90 degree angle with the skin, not being directed down the shoulder um, at a at a sharp angle. So don't stand above the patient when giving uh, the injection. Um, So again, you know Trying to minimize damage to the surrounding nerves, trying to minimize, you know, irritation and inflammation to those subacromial structures, which gets so easily agitated is going to be very important. But again, when these patients come in and they say, I just started losing function in my arm, I couldn't move it as well, I started to lose strength, um, I was starting to have pain on a regular basis and they didn't do anything, like they didn't fall, they didn't lift or crank on something, Um, you need to be asking other questions, okay? So, you know, think in the back of your mind, could this be a cervical spine problem? So you clear the cervical spine. Um, Could it be a a suprascapular nerve injury? Could it be a cyst coming from an arthritic shoulder? Could it be just coincidental that they had something else happen right after they had this injection? Maybe they had Parsonage-Turner syndrome. So, understanding all these other diagnoses will really help you ask the right questions. And, um, that will help you get to your diagnosis a lot faster. And so there's really nothing you can do after the shot has been given and they've developed the problem. You need to now start treating it appropriately. Uh, and that's probably the, the most important thing that you can do. If it is a nerve related issue, uh, getting an EMG after three to four weeks after the shot, um, can be helpful in identifying, you know, exactly where, uh, the, the issue is. But, um, Make sure that you keep Serva in mind when you see your shoulder patients or even people who have some wrist weakness after the injection. So, folks, I hope that I um, brought a little awareness to you. Um, again, we are not here to blame uh, somebody for having given an injection to somebody who developed Serva. Uh, Some people are just at high risk of developing shoulder issues, and uh, sometimes it's just a little something that inflames it that causes it to kick in. So there will be a percentage of people who will get this. It's not very high. Uh, but uh, just, again, more for awareness than anything today. So I hope this helps you with uh, your orthopedic evaluations, especially when it comes to shoulders. And if you have any questions, be, feel free to forward them to me so I can put them on the show. Again, thank you all so much for listening to Ortho Valpal And um, we have lots more coming this year, and uh, just can't wait to uh, bring it to you. So, again, take care of each other, be kind to one another, and uh, take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.